Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Bump it up. Bump, bump, bump it up. Oh, ah. I can't believe this is our second to last movie. Uh, I can't believe it's almost made. Excuse me? Did you say second to last? Listen, don't make fun of me. No. What what's the real word we need to use, Kira? It's the the poof point is the penultimate Yay! movie. <laughs> the penultimate poof. The penultimate picture. The p- <laughs> poof point is this penultimate picture. It's a good thing I have a pop filter on here. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy we're finally at our our penultimate. We can finally use that word. Instead of triultimate and quadrultimate or whatever. Quadrultimate and quintultimate and heck Hex- hexultimate, septultimate, yeah. octultimate. We're finally to a real non-ultimate. word. Uh, these are all made up words except for penultimate, as far as I'm aware. But it's crazy. Like, it's almost May. Yeah. And then we have one more movie, and then we have some episodes Wrapping to it up. wrap things up. And that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I cannot believe that we did this. Like, I, I can't, can't. The thing is, nope. I. I only believe that we did this because we did this. I would not have done this, been able to do this by myself. I'm not someone who doesn't complete things. I I am someone, however, who does complete things to a certain point and then I'm like, well, if I finish it, it will be finished. Yeah. And if I don't finish it, it'll it'll be like it never ended. Yeah. Which is what I do with a lot of video games. I don't do with books. Because books, I feel like there is such an, an investment in them for oh, some yeah. reason. Same. Video games, there's such an investment too. But like with video games, because it's also a visual medium, like video games, TV shows, it's, it's the same thing where it's like, I because it's a vid- visual and it's more of like a it, more involved, I guess, in a lot of ways because I'm seeing things and hearing things and like all sorts of things. And so with books, I'm like, well, I'm just reading so I can finish it. Sometimes yeah. there are books that I don't finish, though. Like, there are, like... It's rare. Last ser- like last books in the series where I'm like, like, this is... <laughs> TBH, this is exactly what I did with the Percy Jackson second series. I never finished the last book because I was like, if I don't read that book, it's it like ends? the series never ended. Oh, my gosh. I um, wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be like, I need to finish this series. I can't let things drag out. Like, I got I to gotta know what happens right now. Yeah, it's not... It's not cool, but it is it is what I do. So there's there's no way that I would have been able to get through all of these movies, especially with how crap the last few movies oh, have been. Same. There are times where I'm like, I feel like if I I would have never tried to do this by myself in the first place, but I would have gotten like 50 movies in and been like, eh, I'm kind of sick of watching DCOMs. So I, exactly. it's a good thing we did it together. We made ourselves push through it. Yeah. And I that's not a comment on this movie, I should say. Like, oh, no. I don't. I don't really know how to feel about this movie, but it, it's it's not a part of the absolute drivel. No, that this we've wouldn't been be our breaking point. No, definitely not there. <laughs> no, it's it 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 was not an F, unfortunately, which is what I wanted, and I was hopeful for the for the first like ten minutes. And I know. I was like, I was like nah. it's gonna happen. It didn't. I was like, happen. nah, it's kind of too good to be an F. Um, that's not to say it's great, but it it's it's perfectly fine. Um, not perfectly fine. That's not a, an apt description for anything, but. I think about I do think about sometimes if we had watched this in order from date, which I definitely would never have done. Like I no. never would have done that. There's no way I would have been able to push through 
the kind of like late 2000s, early 2010s era of DCOMs. No. New DCOMs aside, that was the era of like, I just can't do this. Like, there's just so much where I'm like, like the not Invisible Sister, uh, Girl versus Monster, where I'm like, oh my gosh, please, I cannot. And I think we would have been okay if we had done it alphabetically. I think that we would have survived and felt fine about it but it didn't feel it didn't feel like the fairest way to do things for some reason in my brain i liked seeing the progress like throughout time like you see how things Mm -hmm. like get the technology gets well i was gonna say better but sometimes even though it was newer movies it was worse (laughs) but then it's like you get to the newer ones that weren't so great and you're like well we're gonna be coming up on like the 1998 ones soon and we know that we Right, I liked cycling back. Yeah. Yeah, I liked cycling back and seeing the movies, like, getting through to the 2020s even, and then getting to go back to 1998 and go, okay, now we get to go back to some charm and some low budget, and it it was just... Some nostalgia, yeah. Yeah, so it it was a nice balance that we were able to control with the with the ABC's like alphabetical version of it there would have been no control over that and we would have been ending with Xenon Z3 oh, no. which is one of the worst movies we've watched and so it's just that would have been devastating to end yeah. on like Xenon the like original Xenon sure we can yeah, end but the on thing that about- I would have hated waiting that long to watch that movie again. Well, that's but. the thing. The first Xenon movie was the the movie that really kickstarted this podcast for us because we watched You Lucky Dog and Up, Up, and Away, and we were like, oh, gosh, how are we going to get through this? And then we watched Xenon. Let me make sure I'm getting these this, this order right because I think it was the third movie. I don't think it was the second it's, one. It was the it was You Lucky Dog and then Xenon. It and then was? Up, Up, and Away, yeah. Oh my gosh, I thought it was the third one. But either way, like, it was... It We watched You Lucky Dog, and I think both of us had this mindset of, like, oh, shoot. What, <laughs> what, did, what did we, we sign get, up for? <laughs> what did we get ourselves into? Is it all going to be like this? Is, are we really seeing things through rose-colored glasses? And then we watched Xenon, and we were like, no, this is a lot of fun. Yes, it's got problems. I always... I try. I don't try and say this every episode because people who if there is anyone who listens to this every week, would get tired of me saying, this is the curve. This is the DCOM curve. Not everything is actually like an A-plus movie in general. This is the DCOM equivalent of an Mm A-plus. Because Xenon is highly weird and problematic, but it's it's a good time. Yeah. And it was, it was, it gave us the impetus to feel that this was something that could benefit yeah. our mental health during yeah. a global there are pandemic. hidden gems in here sometimes oh yeah and then there's some new stuff that we'd never watched like both of us have watched teen beach movie one three times yeah and i probably would have watched it eventually because gina was always trying to get me to watch it <laughs> every time i talk to her about this movie i'm like oh my gosh it's just so good she's like i've been telling you to watch that for years i'm like i know i'm sorry well I'm it was hard to find i will say Disney Plus Before came Disney out Plus, like yeah. when we started this, yeah. which well, that was there were I, how you got the idea, right? 
Well, yeah, I know that there are a bunch of decom podcasts now. Like, I, I don't, I'm not trying to fight for fame or fortune amongst the decom podcasts. That's oh, not no. why I started. We've this. talked about I, how we do this mostly for ourselves. We do this for ourselves, <laughs> and our if, watch... if you're listening, we do it for you too. <laughs> yeah, and for you, we do this. No, we do it for ourselves. We, no, yeah, we did this. Who we, am I kidding? we did this to keep connected during the during the move. Not even during the pandemic, because we talked about this when I went to visit you before I moved out to LA and before everything had even closed. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do it. And now that Disney Plus exists, I there's a way to find all of them. Because before, it was really hard to find. And it would be expensive if you wanted to rent every single one of these oh movies. If you had to rent every single one of these movies for, let's say, $5, that's over $500. Yeah. I'm not... Okay. I th- I love this podcast, but I'm not willing to spend that much money. I spend, We spend 50 bucks a year on this podcast. Yeah, like, that's enough. And then that's between we, we did both have to buy some of them. And that's fine, but not all yeah, of them. Yeah, it's cost us like $15. Yeah. Like, it's not, I don't even think it's cost that much. I think it's like oh, no. $3 like to one rent or two SD, were definitely... so it's like $9. Yeah, I'd say one or two were definitely a slime tutorials, but... I, it was just oh. one of them. I'm pretty sure that was the other me. I don't remember. I don't Maybe remember. Maybe it wasn't. Either. Oh, um, no, we, we bought them all. We bought every single one of them. Um, But, yeah, I just... I'm sad, to be perfectly honest, I'm sad to be done because this has been a great time and being able to talk to you, you know, on a weekly basis and watch these movies has been a really great way to stay connected while being thousands of miles apart. However, I'm so done watching DCOMs. I'm so over it. I'm so, so tired. I think we should definitely keep on track of, like, watching movies on a regular or semi-regular basis. But let's pick, like good movies <laughs> yeah let's try it like i don't i don't want to do like the afi list or like the thousand and one movies to watch before you die because those lists are control- no we like, can come up with totally trite list. but i i would love to find them i i'm sure there's letterboxed lists that are more like what we would want to watch there's still a lot of movies that i've told you to watch that you haven't wa- been able to watch yet some of them the problem is that they aren't streaming anywhere exactly like the sure thing which is one of my absolute favorite movies is not streaming anywhere well, you know what is streaming on disney plus now the original Spider-Man movies. I can finally watch Spider-Man too. Not without me, you can. I won't. Don't I worry. Watched I watched that won't. movie. I watched. I watched Spider-Man one and two, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, at least once a year, if not more. They are my comfort films. Like they are films that if I'm sick, I want to put them on. If they are, if if I'm having a bad day, I want to put them on. Because my other few favorite movies, like I'd say that my top three movies are Spider Spider-Man two. Not in this order. In the order, it's probably Tom Hanks, That Thing You Do, Galaxy Quest, and then Spider-Man 2. And people always make fun of me when I say that Spider-Man 2 is in my top three movies, but I'm like, that movie was incredible when it came out. It's still really good. Y'all need to get off your high horses with this new Marvel MCU garbage and remember that that was a good movie when it came out in 2003. Yeah. So it's like, I... I watched both those movies on the plane to Florida because I was like, I need something that I can put on that will make, you know, calm my anxiety and let me be able to maybe doze off on this early morning plane. And it did. I was able to, like, doze off a little bit, which was nice. Um, But it also was like, I say so many lines from those movies. Um, (laughs) There's a line that Willem Dafoe says in the first movie right after he basically turns into the Green Goblin for the first time and he goes back to formula and anytime something is, says formula or like back to something I go back to formula oh man uh, I need to watch next time we're we get together or if you want to watch it 
I don't know that if you'd rather watch it in digital, person. Like, virtually. Okay. If, if it's streaming, I don't mind doing things virtually. Okay, but, let's do that. Yeah, the but there's a few like I'm still mad that Shrek the Musical got taken off when before you visited. I'm like, I had that in, on my list for so long, and then I we finally go to watch it, and it's not there anymore. It's that been on Netflix for like four years. It had been on there for so long. <sighs> I watched it for the first time in Japan. I'm pretty Gosh, sure. Let me see. Maybe they added it back. Hold on. No, they did. What not. are the chances? Pretty low, I would say. Shrek the Musical. Not Shrek the Halls. Oh, God, not Shrek the Halls. Yeah, still only for rent or buying. Boo. Never mind. Boo. Boo hiss. Speaking of Shrek, though, uh, another one of my comfort movies is Shrek 2, which... All the twos? uh, Same thing. It's the first and the second movie. And it's also kind of the same thing where the next movie or two in the in the series of these movies is just trash. Uh, (laughs) Which. Spider-Man 3 is memeable trash. The following Shrek ones are far more capitalistic and make me sad. But Shrek 2 is a perfect film. I don't care what anyone says. But I don't like watching Shrek 2. I don't like watching... I don't like watching sequels by themselves. I like watching them in tandem with their original movie. And I also like the first Spider-Man and the first Shrek. So I like watching them in tandem. It's not like I have to... Like... I have the same thought when it comes to Kung Fu Panda. I think Kung Fu Panda 2 is a perfect film in so many ways. And I think Kung Fu Panda 1 is fine. And, but you have to but watch I have to watch them both. Kung Fu, like, like, Kung Fu Panda and Kung Fu Panda 2 is a little bit more of like, well, I guess I have to watch Kung Fu Panda 1. Whereas the other ones, I'm like, time to watch Spider-Man 1 or it's time to watch Shrek. Everyone loves Shrek. Yeah, you gotta like, build cake. up Everybody to the, the best in the franchise. Anyway, this is the poof point. <laughs> anyway, back to our penultimate decom. Yeah, so I was really hoping that the poof point was going to be an F movie because it's called The Poof Point, but it's kind of not bad enough. It's just, I was entertained the whole time, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, I'm going to tap out of this movie because I tapped out of, I, I mean, obviously I tapped out of the Jetty Project so quick. Yeah. I think it helped coming off of the Jenny Project and going into this one a little bit. So We're like, boring. oh, this is thrilling. No, it was an interesting idea. Like, the whole, like, countdown thing fun. makes it more intense, too. Like, oh, they have to get to this thing before the timer runs out. There was... This is another movie about potential. There was real potential if they had really sat down and been like, let's give it one more edit. Mm-hmm. They could have made this really good. Yeah. Like, they could have made it really fun and interesting, but they kind of just gave up on the so second sad. draft. Yep. So, uh, okay. the worst things, having the potential. Truly, de- truly devastating. Okay. So, this is TVG. It's from 2001. It's an hour 19. Perfect time. Perfect yeah. length. We, we um, love not over an hour 20. Oh, 80-minute movies? Incredible. Uh, it's coming of age, science fiction, and comedy. Yeah, those are exactly correct. Yeah, um, they got it right. It's also wow. family. I would say it's also family, oh. but who knows what family means? Ugh. Okay. Apparently not when it's literally about a family. Nope. Right. Ugh. Okay. Two teenage siblings must save the lives of their inventor parents after a time machine experiment goes awry, and they become younger versions of themselves. That's it. That's the movie. Yep. That's good. Not. 
not too descriptive, but gives you enough. Yeah. The small blurb that's... is just Eddie and Marie's parents invent a machine that makes them younger. Yep. That's the same thing, but in less words. Yep. The only thing that was slightly confusing about this movie is, and this is really minor, what was their age difference? Were they twins? I... Okay, I didn't think so at first, but then they showed graduation. I thought she was older than him. And they were both graduating. Yeah, so they must be. I guess. Unless they, unless were, unless they were graduating from like 7th and 8th grade. I don't think... I feel like... That'd be I feel so like it was the stupid, same grade. right? Yeah, that would be silly. You don't maybe, graduate Maybe because they were graduating and they were in different colored robes. Maybe she was graduating high school and he was graduating <laughs> I'm pretty sure school. it was just one of those schools where it's like, the guys wear this color, the girls wear this color. Gross. I don't and like the girls it. girls had to wear yellow barf. Um, whatever. It's like super minor. It doesn't matter. So in this movie, there's two siblings, one played by Taj Maori and the other one played by, I'm so sorry, I don't remember her name and I don't want to look it up because Renee something, maybe. That's wrong. I don't remember. Um, I'll look it up. That's so mean. I'll, I'm on it. it <laughs> I also didn't look up the trivia for this movie. Oh, I forgot I closed out of Disney Plus. Poof. Point. Poof. Is it Don Lewis? No, Don Lewis is the mom. Raquel Lee. It's Raquel Lee, not Renee. Um, I don't know why I didn't just Google it so I had pictures, but (laughs) (laughs) gotta go with Disney Plus. It's Raquel Lee, who, if people watched The Amanda Show growing up, they would recognize her. Um, That's probably the most famous thing that she's done that I know of, um, which is kind of sad because she was great in The Amanda Show and she was great in this, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Those two did really, really well in this movie. The parents got a little bit over the top, but I don't think that that is necessarily the actor's fault. I think that that is a directional thing. Yeah. And And sometimes the writing thing. I feel like they were written to be younger than they were supposed to be at a lot of the stages when they were going back to the poof point. I'm like, I don't know if this is how a 14-year-old would act. Or, no. like, the seven-year-old was acting like a three- or four-year-old. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. The director for this movie was an actor in Hounded. What? the homeless man. Oh, jeez. Does that mean that he directed Hounded? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember a lot about Hounded. I kind of took it I mean, out of my memory and I don't know. Away. I'm, I don't know why I would expect you to know. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Good. Like, oh, yeah, the American homeless man from Hounded. I remember him perfectly. He did direct Hounded, yes. This and Poof White. He just really loved Taj Maori. Um, seeing if he did anything else. He directed a lot of the TV shows, but not any of the other movies. So this movie stars two siblings, played by Taj Maori and Raquel Lee, who have these inventor parents who are crazy. And they almost live in, like, smart house, but not that level of smart but there's just a lot of like sciencey things but it is less terrifying than smart house it is a regular house with some added sciencey things yeah just like science um, stuff a, in the basement yeah and then a lab in the basement well the kitchen had that weird like lamp that's thing, true but, it did yeah um but even so and then the fridge was cool like it was a cool sciencey house it's supposed to smart house that was like oh my god i'm gonna die here <laughs> um yeah and then we have a lab in the basement and the parents are doing science to figure out how to send people back in time, basically. And so they're doing an experiment to send goldfish back in time. And they they turned out that the dog stole a part of the machine. Uh, and instead, the fish de-aged so much that they disappeared, which there's a major flaw in this that I'll get to. But um, the parents then get really excited that 
they think that they have sent these fish back in time, that they do the experiment again on themselves, but it turns out that they are de-aging, but only mentally, and somehow they de-age, they can de-age so much mentally that it makes them disappear, and that's my problem that I have where I'm like, they're still the adult actors, which mm-hmm. I I do kind of like. It is a different take. I think it would have been, it, it would not have been as interesting to see, like, well, here's a 14-year-old kid, or here's a baby, like, it just wouldn't have been as fun. Right. It was kind of like like a little bit like Wizards of Waverly Place where it's like it's the same yeah. actors but like they it's not well th- that movie their memory was like taken away but yeah it's they're like, like basically a different timeline but yeah. m- not exactly but almost. Yeah, no, this so the meat of this movie is the two siblings trying to get their parents to figure out how to fix it. And each time they, so the first time they de-aged to like 21, so they're supposed to be in college, so it makes sense, but right as they're about to have the breakthrough, they de-aged to 14. And then when they're 14, like Sarah mentioned earlier, they act like they're 11. Mm -hmm. Like they act really, really young. And I don't, like I said, I don't really blame the actors. I think that that's a writing and directing problem. Um, It, it was still... There was still some really good writing in that in that time frame of them being that age, though, because at that age, there's like real connections that like Taj has with his dad and uh, Raquel has with the mom. And it's like you get to see like they get to actually like talk out their feelings of like why they have such like a strained relationship with each of them. And they get to like see their parents how they used to be. And it's like those are like really tender moments that I really wish they dug into more. Yeah, because they're like almost heartbreaking. Like there's a scene where. The, uh, the daughter and the mom are, like, talking, and the mom's just like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. I, look, I wish I looked like you. I wish I had, like, a cool friend like you. And, the, like, the daughter is, like, just, like almost beside herself, just like, I I don't, like, I, I you've never heard, you've never said this to me before. Yeah. Like, you've always, I've always felt like you don't really care about me. And, like, the same thing happens with the son where he's just, like, you've never asked to his dad. He's like, you've never asked about my personal life before, which yeah. is gutting. That is gutting. Yeah. Like, it's so, and there's, there's some, the conflict in this movie is what bothers me. The external conflict, I should say. The internal conflict, well, it's not really internal because it is, it is kind of external because it's external of yourself, but it's like the immediate family con- conflict is really good. There's external of the family conflict, which has to do with these crazy neighbors who want to get them evicted because they're doing science experiments, which is like, yeah, they're kind of right because they have like destroyed their house, but even so, it was just kind of like, okay, whatever. This feels also kind of like allegorical to a race thing, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Um, it wasn't done in, in a smart way. And then there's also these with the daughter. She has these girls at school who are really mean to her and they were completely superfluous and did not need to be in the, in the story at all. And then there was also Taj's band thing, which yeah, never really came to fruition. So I wish that there had just been a little bit more focus on like, the family itself and like how the family was growing and functioning and like learning from each other because honestly I do think that that would have been a really important message for kids who did feel like their parents weren't listening to them or were feeling out of place or Mm -hmm. you know were struggling with growing up or like what have you and that's where I feel like the potential of this movie could have really soared yeah like take your time and energy and focus just on the family stuff and not all this extra yeah. extra it could drama still have been really fun like if for some reason like 
their house went into like lockdown or something. You could still have people like calling the landline or like the news being like a family's trapped in their house. Like there's so much that you could have done that would still add like that kind of early 2000s GCOM humor. And even keeping the neighbors in some fashion with the daughter like never being able to like have a life really and like party like have friends over like incorporate that somehow to show that family dynamic too just not Mm -hmm. in the way that they did yeah it was just weird it was it was just muddled but i the end of this movie i mean the end of this movie is that they turn into two-year-olds and that part sucks that part is like i don't want to see these adults acting like babies Mm -hmm. um there's a couple of funny things though like the dad comes out of the bathroom at that point and and he he stands there and looks at him he goes you want to see and it's just like really (laughs) funny i was like yep that's what kids do that's very funny yeah um but then the movie just kind of ends they figure out that the dog took the the part of it somehow and like it doesn't really feel like it doesn't really feel like they should have been able to get things back to normal yeah but they had to yeah Yeah. but they had to (laughs) like that's yeah that's why i feel like i don't know i don't know like i i still enjoyed this movie i think that there is I think that there's a an issue with decoms that I have I have seen in regards to reviews where if it's a movie that people don't know, they rate it poorly because they're like I didn't know this movie so it must have been bad and it's like mm-hmm. no they just didn't advertise it well and that is a problem also yeah. it's called the poof point yeah which is a terrible name the poof point also is a thing in the movie the poof point is. Sarah talked about the countdown earlier. There's a countdown that the t- the parents are able to math out that says that they will be poofed out of existence at in like a day and a half. Um, so they call it the poof point. And that's the point where they'll poof out of time. And so like it's a stupid name, but it's a name that matters within the, the, the scope yeah. of the film. Yeah. So. But you're right. I mean, back in the day... Disney movies were ca- they they were just shown to you. You didn't have any choice. Yeah. Disney Plus now you can read through the descriptions, look at the titles and the pictures, and choose for yourself. But back in the day, you didn't have the ability to do that, unless unless you owned them all on VHS, which was so rare for DComs. I feel like, right. And also, speaking of race, I feel like there were very few of the black forward movies that were shown like yeah. that even never I feel like watched the color up, of, up in a way yeah never watched this i never saw color of friendship, I was just saying, on color TV. friendship i feel like was never on and that's a good movie that should be on more right i mean the cheetah girls was on a bit but it was a musical so it's like that it had that it had that for it that disney was like well we, we just we the people love the musicals so who cares but like this hounded uh um up up and away uh life is rough like i never saw those on tv and i could i could be wrong like i could have just not seen them but most of the movies that i remember watching on tv were very white forward yeah and i mean not all of those are good (laughs) really let me tell you what (laughs) and true confessions uh, not good your face right now don't after this podcast is done if you say the phrase true confessions to me at any point in our friendship i will walk out of the room and not talk to you for a week 
Oh my gosh. Anytime you like confess something, is that a true confession? I will hang up whatever call we're on. If you are at my apartment, I'm at your apartment, I will walk out of the room. (laughs) Oh, I like that you're walking out and not kicking me out of your apartment. That's very nice of you. That's more devastating. Me just leaving and not talking to you for a week is so much more devastating than me going, get out of my house. That's true. I will. Because that gives you the power. confessions out of my vocabulary. Don't worry. Well, me saying get out of my house gives you the power because then you get to decide if you're going to actually get up and leave. Me just leaving gives me all the power of you going, where'd you go? Like, come back. No, I don't have to listen to you. I'm gone. Kira has the power to, to end our friendship over two confessions. I mean, I absolutely do. I don't want to, Sarah. I highly <laughs> recommend you never say I will never. to me. Don't worry. There are a few there are a few phrases from this series of movies that I or I guess this catalog of f- films that I never want to hear again in my life. I never want to hear true confessions. I never want to hear dad napped. I never <laughs> want to hear I have to grin and bear it with frenemies because I know that frenemy is still a thing. It's not as big anymore, obviously, but yeah. I I now deeply hate the word frenemy. Yeah. What if someone tells you life is rough? Eh. Life is rough was bleh. It's fine. But like any, let me look at the let me let me look at the the at the bad ones so that I can I can really dig into yeah. what phrases. What if someone tells you I'm gonna hear. I'm going to the mat? Uh, I no, tried to think of scenarios where someone would ever tell you so. Like, who's gonna tell you that dad napped? I, I was dad napped. Or like a well, like someone's really. If a dad would be like, "I'm taking a dad nap," oh it's my, like Bleh. that's true. That could happen. You're right. Because like no one's gonna say miracle in lane two to me. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just gonna try to come up with ways to say some of these. It's Christmas again. Oh God, Christmas again, and yeah. I'm trying to find, I feel like even Christmas again, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, I'm just trying to look at like our D minus and T minus minus movies and being like, which one would actually rot my skull? True Confessions, obviously. True Phrase Ravage Adventure wasn't that bad. And also no one's going to say that. No one's going to say Return to Halloween Town. Yeah, Frenemies. Yeah. So yeah, it's really just, it's really just a select few I dropped frenemies from a D to a D minus. What's wrong with me? What do I have that one at a D? I probably left it at a D or... You did. I I just saw the asterisk. Oh, there's also zapped. But zapped is... Zapped I'm able to... Because it is such a different word than what the movie is expecting us to think in a lot of ways. You can separate it. I'm able to separate it. But... God. Oh. God, we've watched some bad things. I wish I could just get those hours back. Oh. Anyway, let's talk. Let's get back to to the poof point. I don't know which one to start with. What do you What do you think? Let's start. Let's start with the moral. Let's just get that one over with. Um, cool. Do you Do you have moral ideas? <laughs> um, I wrote down some ideas. I don't know if they're exactly what we're going for. It's mostly like. Our parents are just like us. Uh, you can solve anything if you work together. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing in science is sure. But what I was looking at the Wizards of Waverly Place one just because I was thinking about how similar it is with like family and having to work together to solve this problem about like going back in time. 
And the moral for that one was, um, no magic is stronger than family. So I'm like, maybe this one is no science is stronger than family. No, because they're so close. Yeah. It's kind of like almost inverse. I think that this has to do something with finding common ground. Yeah. Something about like your, it's not our parents are just like us because you still have your individual traits, but that's just a line that they said in there. I just, I'm trying to think of like, let me find a phrase with common ground in it. Because I think that this is about common ground. I think that, you know, there's also, there's the idea of like your parents were people before they had you. I do like. But that's not. I do like that one, but I. But it's not, it's not the moral, yeah. Phrase with common ground. Uh, Despite our disagreements, or I guess you could say, despite your disagreements, you, uh. You can always find common ground. Common ground. Idioms by the free dictionary. Idioms. There aren't any. Okay. Well, should we stick with the one we got? I kind of like, I yeah, I kind of like, you know, despite. It's almost like, you know, despite the fact that we fight, we still love each other. But I don't, it's not that. It's despite the fact that we've, that. Despite. Your disagreements, you can always find common ground, yeah. even if you don't expect it. I think I I think you did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, I think fine. specifically, I think specifically about the conversations that I mes- men- I mentioned earlier with the daughter and the mom. You know, finding common ground with feeling insecure, and the son and the dad finding common ground about like what they like and who they are as people outside of what their expectations are. Yeah. What was the Wizard of Waverly Place? I was just gonna. Score. I was just trying to look up that one. You gave it a seven. I gave it a seven point two five. And that Ooh. one was no magic is stronger than family. I think I might. I don't know. I think I like that one slightly better, but not much. I think I like this one slightly better. Mm-hmm. I was thinking a seven for this one, but I'm just gonna look at what else I have at a seven. Right. Uh, the even Stevens I have at a seven five, which is family is what you make of it, blood or not, and I want to give it exactly that. Which I yeah, I have a seven, I have seven five. I think that it's a very similar thing where it's like that family is obviously more dysfunctional in a different way, and it's obviously about like family, your friends and like everyone who's a part of yeah. your family. But like I feel like it still had that level of like dysfunction and like figuring out how you fit into your own family. There's something about the Wizards of Flavorly Place moral that feels a little bit less grounded to me. Not enough that I'm like, oh, this is leaps and bounds. But I'm like, that one, there was just a little bit. I think it also has to do with the fact that it was a TV show. Yeah, could be. Where it's like there was so much more history. Yeah. And maybe that's why it's like with these characters. I'm thinking of it higher because it's like I knew them as a family beforehand. So it's like I see like a little bit more Very of the, the progression there. But I don't. Maybe it's because like. And that one, Harper, like, causes the thing in the first place. So it's, like, this bigger rift. I don't know what it is in my head. But yeah, it's also just a bigger yeah. thing. It's it's less relatable, yeah. in my opinion. But this is, again, just my opinion. That's my opinion. All right. I'm just going to stick with a seven. How dare you? After that speech I... that I just gave? <laughs> I'm going to stick with mine. I also no, just, just did something. I tried to search... 
on my Google Drive and I accidentally hit the buttons on Audacity and now it's doing that weird thing where it zoomed way out. Oh no. And I don't know how to get back. Sucks well, to suck, bro. Hopefully it still sounds okay editing Kira. Hopefully it'll probably reset whenever you click out of it. Hopefully. Because that's what it that's what it does for me, yeah. at least when I do I that. just gotta keep an eye on my volume because I can't tell as much if it's I'm sure it's, it's fine. fine. Just don't touch anything. Don't touch the button. Don't tell <laughs> anything. Sweet Shrek reference again, me. Um, for the test of time, I want to look at Smart House specifically because, as I mentioned earlier, I just bumped my phone. As I mentioned earlier, this movie holds up quite a bit better than our old friend Smart House. And by old friend, I mean movie I hope to never watch again because I feel scarred from it. <laughs> that's fine. I gave it a 525, which is, wow, that's so shockingly high. That movie, oh, it looks like absolute garbage. <sighs> this movie looks like it's from the early Yeah, 2000s. as I say, it was still, like, the computers and everything were out of date. The, but it's Yeah, charming. I say, the music, like, the transitions between the scenes. But it, it was very... Honestly, I even liked I liked Taj talking to yeah, the camera. Yeah, I did. I liked that. I thought it was cute. I thought it was re- first of all, he's a good actor. So he was doing he was well he was well directed in those scenes. It was cute to see him in front of the chalkboard with the equations. It was adding to the it, it was like adding to the uh, the the atmosphere of the movie. I do wish that his sister had also been there. It did feel weird that it was just yeah. him. Or if it she wasn't there, if she had also had her own. Yeah. It would have been it would have made sense since the story focuses on both of them. But anyway, yeah. I have. You wish at a six two five. I have. Don't look under the bed. A six five. I have the scream team at a six seven five. Ooh, it's definitely somewhere in it, there. Yeah. Because while it's really charming, it does. It, it, it's it. There's a lot of visual effects yeah, and things that are very out of date. Um, um, yeah, I have Don't Look Under the Bed at a 6.75, and I think I want to have that one a little, just slightly above this, I think. What else do I have at a 6.5? I don't know. Cowbells, but that's I have, a I different... I have Can of Worms at a 6.75, and I think I want to give this a, the same as I, Can yeah, of what Worms. Yeah, what do I have Can of Worms at? I kind of forgot about that. Uh, you have it at a seven. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's because the, the puppets are really good. Like, they're good. Yeah. They're just ugly. <laughs> like, yeah, they've got those, like, dentist doll I guess teeth. they are supposed to be kind of ugly, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. supposed to be terrifying. This one definitely has more charm than Can of Worms, most likely, once we review. I was thinking about this, and this doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter right now, but... When we do our full series wrap, we're probably going to have to go person by person like you and then me looking at all of our stuff lined up just because of how Google yeah. Sheets works, yeah. um, which is fine. We'll just alternate. But I have a feeling that I'm going to – it doesn't really matter because it's only out of 10 for these. It's not really a big deal. Um, so those aren't going to take as much time, but there's a possibility I might bump – this up or bump that down just based on it because I do think that this holds up a tiny tiny bit better than can yeah. of worms but I don't want to give it a seven 
Yeah. As dumb as it sounds, I just don't really want to go I know. That's why I'm like, I have that one at a seven. I'm okay with having can of worms above this one. Just like, it's so close. Sarah hates this movie. I clearly hate it. I'm giving it an upper six. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, I've got Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire to 6.75. And we talked about the other one. Yeah, I can see that one. 6.75 for this one as well. And then I'll sort it all out. I need to rewatch that movie this year. It was fun. That was a good one. I need to rewatch it. I'm going to wait till Halloween, but I'm going to rewatch it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Overall grade. Let me see. I'm I'm thinking a C plus. It's better than horse sense. It's this is gonna give me some hate. I think I think it's better than gotta kick it up. Gotta yeah, kick it up was so dramatic was. and so. I think I'd watch this one before that. I would for sure. And then of course there's can of worms which. If I, is below Gotta Kick It Up for me, and I would definitely watch this before I watch Can of yeah. Worms. That movie haunts my dreams. <sighs> oh, there is the Wizards of Waverly Place movie, which you have higher probably, at a B, yeah. and I have at a C plus. Like a big, a big yeah. gap for us. Normally, we're like maybe a half a letter or like a third of a letter away. Um, I thought at a fifty-seven C plus. Ooh. Okay, I have to keep looking at C pluses. Princess Protection Program is absolutely better than. So right now I'm at a 56 or 57. I have Camp Rock 1 out of 58. <laughs> I would watch this movie before I watch Camp Rock, I think. What? I think I would watch this movie before I watch Camp Rock. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'll. I was kind of harsh with, well, not harsh, but like I was grading it lower, but honestly, I kind of want to put it at a lower B minus, just comparing it to other ones. I know. I don't know. I think I might do, what else do I have at like a 59 or 60? Just out of curiosity. Even Stevens movie to 63, which I think I like the Even Stevens movie. I got him smart house at a 63. (laughs) This is better than Smart House. <laughs> I'm surprised I think I have to have give this movie a 64. <laughs> I think I have to give it a 64 B minus because it's it's better than Smart House. I can't compare anything to the swap skit. Okay. No, I know. I saw it too. <laughs> it's not as good as Calabar's Revenge, which honestly, I have Calabar's Revenge way too low. I probably have that high. Movie. What do I have that one at? You have it. At, you only have you have it at B plus okay. at seventy five. I don't know why I have it at a B minus. Wait, what? Why do I have it lower than a than Halloween Town? What's wrong? I, with me? I like that movie so I much better know. than Halloween Town one. You got some. Work what the heck? Yeah, I got. I move that on up. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, get a clue. I have it at sixty. I'd watch get a clue before this. I think. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with a fifty nine. Fifty nine B minus. Which is what I have, have horse sense at. That's fine. I'm okay with that. What is my get a clue? Wake up. It's me. It's you get a clue. There it is. I have get a clue at a B minus at a sixty three as well. I have so many sixty threes. And then I have this Cheetah Girls at a sixty four. I don't think I have any sixty fives. Stuck in the suburbs, I have it a 66, which I think 
I think I like better than this, but not by a lot. I think I like this better than Get a Clue, because Get a Clue is a mess. Except for its song, yeah. which is an absolute <laughs> It's song. like, I, lo- I like um, this song. I don't know about the Cheetah Girl. I'm going to give it a 64. Same as the Cheetah Girls for now, and then I'm probably going to have to rearrange everything with my B-minuses, because they are messy, messy, messy. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my stuff is messy, you... but you know what? That's what it's. That's what the wrap up thing is for. It's fine. What are you giving? Fifty nine. Fifty nine B yeah. minus. I think it's the lowest B minus. Let me double. You've so much, so much lower than me. Well, it's funny because you were going to be plus. Like, so I'm like, I'm going to be more generous and give a B minus, and then you just like jumped way up. <laughs> because I saw my movies that were C pluses. No. And I was like, crap. Yeah. This movie's. This movie was like I said. It held my attention. It had some really nice moments acting-wise. Like, yeah, again, again, within the scope of the decom curve. Right. Don't look at me like this is everything everywhere all at once. Like, Kiyui Kwan is not in this movie. But, like, it was solid. Yeah. And it was surprising that it was not garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, not, like, not, F garbage is delicious. Oh, yeah. we and love I love it. it. This garbage, like, like not get this garbage, but, like, garbage garbage that we were just talking about earlier with Frenemies and Dadnapped and all of that, Drek. I can't do it. I can't do it no more. I'm over it. I just can't do it no more. And if Full Court Miracle, I swear to God, I swear to Adonai, if it is, if it is that kind of garbage, I will lose my mind. Gonna... I am okay with Full Court Miracle being an oh F. Oh, my gosh. I can't say miracle without going into my... My New I love York it. Yeah, accent. it's either got to be an F or an A. There's no in between, or we're gonna be really upset that we saved I'm it. I'm okay. Last. I, the lowest it can be is maybe a high B. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I like. I I want that movie to be great. I'm not expecting that movie to be an A. Like I'm not. But I just if that movie is a C movie, <laughs> if it's a D minus, I'm <laughs> we're gonna have to come up with some other movie to throw into this mix to end it on <sighs> that instead. We're going to have to go back and watch Teen Beach Movie just to end on a high note. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I can't watch Teen Beach Movie again. I just watched Teen Beach too. Something. I'll watch Cadet Kelly. I see it okay. there. It's being recommended and sure. suggested to me from the poof point. I can watch them do their ribbon dance and revel. Okay. Well, the last movie we've got, our, our ultimate movie... <laughs> Is full court full miracle. court miracle, and that's next week, friends. Oh that is our yeah. last movie. Let me just double check that there weren't new ones. No added. new movies on the docket. If there are, we need to watch them before this one. <laughs> Although I feel well, like if you saw it now, it would be upcoming movies, not ones that are out now. No, I highly doubt it would be coming out soon. Nah, it's all, it's all stuff that doesn't have a date yet. It's all the same, same four things. So it's our last movie. Um, our D, our my decom mission is to drink a milkshake. The mom has a milkshake in the movie when she's like at the diner and she had that milkshake and she's really funny. She that was when she was supposed to be like fourteen, and she was like, uh. 
she was like acting like she was not like acting like she was drunk, but it was like she was like really sad and she was like sadly drinking this milkshake. Oh. And I was like, I love milkshakes. They're great. And there's so many ways to have milkshakes that do not have dairy in them. Mm-hmm. So there are ways. I will say have a milkshake. I haven't found one that's as good as a dairy ice, uh, a dairy milkshake. Someday I'll find one. Um, Oatly, I've had, there's a, uh, like a, a plant-based burger restaurant in LA, shocking, that has, um, Oatly milkshakes. It's not the place that we took you. That place had almond milkshakes. Those are bad. I prefer oat Um, milk over almond. Definitely. Yeah, me too. Uh, they do Oatly and I get their, like, creamsicle shake. It it tastes like a milkshake. So I feel like there is, there is a method with oat milk that you can do that it'll taste pretty good. I think it's the, the, like, oat milk is always okay with me, but it's always the ice cream alternative that Mm -hmm. I tend to not like, which I would love for there to be way more options for dairy-free ice cream. Like if you go to an ice cream shop, I was gonna say maybe it's just where I live, but sorbet only. I know it's like it's all the fruity sorbets or basic vanilla, and I would love a good dark chocolate, a dairy-free option of of some sort. How dare you ask for anything? I will say though, I'm not a huge fan of sorbet. I am a huge fan of sherbet. I love. I'm not a big fan of. We used to get, (laughs) which is so sad because that's what most of my options are. So. Sherbet is, or sherbet. I always say sherbet. Uh, we used to get, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've like trained myself not to. When we were at school, we would get like little sherbet cups and those were always so tasty. But sorbet, I always want sorbet to taste like yeah. that. And it never, never does. does. I don't like sorbet. We like sherbet. Sorbet tastes like texturally like a s- smoother snow cone. Yeah, that's right. That, that's how I would describe it. All right, what's your decommission, Sarah, now that I've told people to drink milkshakes? <laughs> um, let's see. I got to do a serious one. Uh, reach out to a parental figure in your life. Doesn't have to be one of your biological parents. It can be anyone who you see. No, you have to, you have to talk to <laughs> no, your dad, don't do now, it, Sarah. No. I'm that's not going to keep that That's my the, mission. The talk to Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Do you want me to no, cut No, you that? can keep that in. That's fine. <laughs> If Dennis you is li- to listening, I, I will not be reaching out to talk to you. He's pointing to where you are and saying yeah. your name. <laughs> uh, reach out. Tell them that you appreciate them. Just have a conversation with them. Catch up. I don't know. Ask them something about their life before they had children. Yeah, ask them something, yeah, ask them something about their life before yeah, they knew honestly, you, if they weren't, aren't your biological yeah, parents. Yeah, whenever my mom talks about stuff from like when she was younger, I'm like, really? I can't? see you doing that <laughs> but <laughs> she was she you changed was, her she Sarah. was a completely different fault. person before she had kids and met dennis shocker um yeah well we'll see you next week before court miracle uh get your basketballs and your yarmulkes <laughs> oh ready gosh, yes i i will have both ready for watching this movie <laughs> shabbat shalom we've got to watch this on a friday night uh <laughs> this would be so offensive if i was not actually yeah. jewish i have had a bat mitzvah and everything she's, she's a certified i'm Jew. certified i'm i've got my certificate oh my gosh i've got all isn't of it there, I, isn't there a holiday coming up a jewish holiday coming up in may uh, maybe? there's so many holidays and they're called high holidays sorry Sarah. i'm sorry i'm terrible uh, purim jewish halloween was in march 
Uh, Passover was in April, I think. I think Passover's already yeah. happened, unless I'm really stupid. I swear there was something at work. I print off like all the yeah, different holidays, and I swear there was something coming up. But maybe Jewish holidays. <laughs> maybe I'm imagining it. Well, the main the main two are in. Well, the main three, I guess, are in the fall because there's Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Hanukkah. I put the huh on the wrong part. Um, Purim, Passover. Oh, Lag Baomer. Is that what you're talking Maybe. about? That's is it May? in May? Then probably. <laughs> I, don't La- I don't know what Lag Baomer is at all. Oh, Tishbabs in July. Shavu- Sh- oh, wait, Shavuot. I was I was thinking that Shavuot and Sukkot are the same thing. So I was like, what? Um, I should take uh Shavuot off. Um, it's Thursday. It begins Thursday evening may 25th and goes through saturday uh because according to traditional jewish law no work is permitted yeah that Uh, that is the one that is the one that i was looking up that's right (laughs) what and it's memorial day weekend so i'm gonna be getting that monday off anyway so i should just take a long weekend for my culture you should um yeah and then rosh hashanah yom kippur in september sukhot is in september through october because it's a week-long thing um, there's the other, there's another one where no work is permitted in October, which I guess I should just also do, except that it's on a weekend, so it doesn't matter. Um, and there's, then there's just a bunch of modern holidays that I've never heard of in my life. I miss Sukkot. Sukkot was fun. Sukkot is basically, there's like a, there's a Sukkah that's built, okay. which is this, uh, what do I, it's a, basically you build a roof outside and then it's for the harvest. Okay. So you put a bunch of like harvest stuff. It's a cool holiday. Okay. I like Sukkot. I'll and when I went to try to incorporate when I went to it Temple in Sunday school, yeah, when I went to Sunday school in Temple and stuff, there was always be a Sukkah outside. And then we got to it like, and the roof of a Sukkah. <laughs> and it was really scary, but it was it was always fun times. So we just went outside and stood under this little roof thing. And um, nice. I always try to tie in yeah, the different the different holidays at work with my residents. If it's like arts and crafts or, you know, something. So I mean, we'll, we'll build a roof outside. Sure. Have a little Most harvest. Jewish holidays are very sad. There are only a couple of holidays that aren't sad. Purim, yeah. Rosh Hashanah, Hanukkah, and kind of Sukkot. Sukkot is cool, but it's also still very much in the realm of like, we've got work to do. The harvest is here. I mean, this is... We're just a practical people with a lot of holidays. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll talk more about Jewish stuff, I guess, next week, depending on how. You got a whole episode for uh, that. Full Court Miracle does. My um, vision for myself is to uh, brush up on my culture (laughs) that I haven't really been invested in in many, many years. Um, But yeah, I will see you. We see you in the The last movie one. Yeah. I usually say see you in the next one. I can't say see you in the last one because the last one is still a couple episodes away. But see you in the last movie one. Bye. Bye.